This is the Mariah Report. News, pop culture, and all things Mariah Carey. Hi, welcome back. It's the Mariah Report. I'm Martin Burgess. I'm Dan Enriquez. And we are here reporting all things Mariah. Again, back to coast to coast reporting. Yeah. I know, uh, like officially, Martin is bi-coastal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bouncing back and forth. I don't know how you're flying back and forth so much. Like, that is just, that's like so much for me. Flying is torture. See, I think the flying from New York to Sydney, the other side of the world, was training. You know, they're trained to go to the moon. So I think oh, that okay. that long flight trained me for long haul flights. I'm sitting on the plane for a long time. So six hours or four hours is like a bus ride for me. It's easy. Oh my God, that's wild. Easy peasy. I don't yeah. think I could do it. I could I I don't think I could do it. Really? Like, no, even flying from New York to LA, and it's like I think it's like five hours or five and a half or something. Mm-hmm. About three hours in, I just can't do it. Like I'm, it's not right. I don't feel good. I really? feel it's. I feel all claustrophobic. It's. It's. No, I can't do it. Oh no! That's I'm why. Fine. That's why I'm like you. You're never gonna catch me traveling around the world. Like, <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. I would love to, but I can't. I can't travel, and then to do it every other week, like you are, like that's a lot. Well, it's just these. Um, I have like one trip coming up back to LA and then I should be put, stay put there for a little bit and then bounce every okay. so often. Well, then that, then that, that's not too bad, but no, ooh, not too girl, bad. if I had to do it all the time, Jesus, no. People do it for a living. They just <clears throat> skip around the country all day long. I know. Remember like back in the day, like pre-COVID when people would have to like get a red eye from like LA to New York or like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like before like all this like technology of the virtual things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you know these corporate people or even like a lot of people in tv and stuff like that like you would they're flying you out everywhere all the time mm-hmm. i know you know or like think of like politicians who always have to like fly over to like you know the capital yeah but they have they have like luxurious travel yeah, they get paid really well from our tax <laughs> yeah. money, so like they can deal with it. Exactly. But, and I'm just saying, like, to do it all the time is just, I couldn't do it. I would have to um, like simplify it somehow. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the airplanes also get you with the points too. So you see yourself racking up points, you get a free flight for your vacation that you might take one day. Listen, this is not Starbucks. We don't need. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of stuff, and Starbucks and streets, um, everything has reopened. It's officially, New York has officially reopened. California has reopened. The- yes. Now tell me what it's like over there in the good old New York City. People are out running the streets. Out and about. Back to normal. Like it never happened. But oh a lot of God. masks, people still have a mask handy, which I like. But yeah, people are out and about. It's warm. Everyone looks kind of happy. There's like a good vibe going on out here. Okay. All right. Well, I love yeah. that. I mean, you know, once the weather warms up in New York, everybody's sort of happy. Yeah. Well, actually, do you know what I did yesterday for the first time? I met up with our friend Johnny and I sat at a bar. At the bar. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. With no plastic dividers between people. (laughs) It was so bizarre. That is crazy. Okay, so let's... Oh, okay. So also, it's Pride Month. And, you know, we've mentioned it before. But happy Pride to everybody. 
Um, and also, I'm still waiting for my Pride merchandise, Mariah. I know you're listening. So, like, <laughs> knock, knock, knock. It's coming. I hope soon. But uh, so I went to an actual bar as well. I went over to the Abbey over here in the Los Angeles mm-hmm. with all the gays. Iconic location. Very iconic. And you know what? It was like almost like a double whammy for me because not only could you like walk up to the bar and you didn't have to sit at a table, Uh but it was so many people were there. Like it's like a nightclub. Yeah, it is. Like a huge dance floor, like a proper dance floor. And there's like, you know, a proper DJ booth and they have proper lighting and they have like all these things and it's mm-hmm. so big mm-hmm. like they don't really have those in new york they don't have nightclubs right all or they, here. they haven't for a long time whatever's like a nightclub-esque here is usually like a warehouse space that's been converted right and it's, it's usually jank. not necessarily like a permanent space yes yes or like you know a lot of those dance club nights that they do especially for the gay nights they're like in the middle of a restaurant Mm-hmm. You know, at 4 a.m. Yes. Uh-huh. But like, this is like structured as like an actual nightclub. And I was like, honey, this is giving me like the New York City Roxy vibes, you know, yeah. like uh-huh. those types of things. Cause there's just like massive amounts of people there just sweating all over you and everything. It was wild. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Yes, girl. They had confetti coming down. Wow. And I just, yes, cause they were celebrating the opening of. Or not the opening of, but like the, um, the survive. <laughs> we survived. The surviving of all of the homos <laughs> during this quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Whoever so um, lived. So yeah, it was tons of fun. And it was like my first real like social uh moment here in New York. You mean LA? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I'm in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I forget where I am sometimes, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's so strange. Well, even when I was in LA in April, I was with our friend Johnny. We went to West Hollywood. It was totally dead. It was actually really sad to see it like that because was, there was no one around. There was like only two places open. You had to sit mm-hmm, outside and sit mm-hmm. down and all the things. It was deserted, the whole, the whole neighborhood. But this past weekend, I was leaving an event, a birthday event, and I walked through West Hollywood and it was popping and back to normal. I was like, okay, wow, this like we're on the other side of it now. You can feel it. Yes, yes, absolutely. The people are out and about and mm-hmm. I can't wait to go somewhere and actually sit at a bar you know, like, yeah. and, and like dine or just have like a couple cocktails, you know, because like nightclub bar is different than like, you know, a dining bar. I know. But you know what? So I went to one of my regular restaurants here in New York and I had like a two tiny little tacos and one drink. We both, me and Johnny both had the same kind of portion. We paid like a hundred bucks. Girl, Everything's crazy expensive. Yes. So I was like, okay, I didn't, don't need to do that again. That was fun one time. <laughs> like, okay, now wait a minute now. Yeah. Because you're not used to paying, like, you know, you're not used to paying and that much for anything because you're not going out spending money like that. So it's like, wait a minute now. I know. But usually if it is that price, I've had two drinks, an appetizer, a big plate of food. This wasn't that at all. Like the portions have totally changed. And so... I was like, oh, it's going to be a while before everything adjusts back to normal. Yeah, there's still a lot of adjustment going on. And I think like in New York, here in L.A., people are still like you still are. People are still wearing masks. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you go into the store and most of the people are wearing masks. Yeah. You know, I, I, I went to the salon the other day. I wore my mask. Everybody was wearing a mask, which is fine for me. 
Like mm-hmm. I don't really mind it. No, but, same. But yeah, we're we're coming back, and you know, businesses businesses flowing, and you know. Well, you know, here in New York, we always mention that the Rise Bar is the most Mariah-friendly bar in town. They play Mariah videos all the time. Even during the pandemic, they're playing Mariah videos in the street for the yes. outside seating. Yes, they were. They're holding it down for us. They've reopened back to full capacity. And our friend to the show, Emily McNamara, she's hosting her show again on Tuesday nights. She has like a fun little um, gig there. That's always a good time. Yes. So everything is going back to normal. We're oh my there. God, that's what, oh, that's what I'm going to miss so much about, I already miss it, about New York going out to the Rise, the Emily McNamara, the Mariah videos. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm down for. I Ugh. know. Ugh. Yes, you know, the Rise Bar was the last place, I mean, I had to sit outside on a table, but yeah. that was the last place I went before I moved. Well, you must support the Mariah family business. I must. I must do it. Must do it. Um, We're going to get into some Mariah talk. She's got some good things coming up, and we're going to catch up on some things that we've neglected talking about over the past few weeks. But it is Pride Month, and I did notice that our good friend DeBrat over there had posted a little social media, uh, like a Pride post, I think. Just like a, a live photo shoot, maybe? Like something along posing. those lines, yeah, yeah, a little video moment for Pride. She was in her rainbow regalia, and then she used a sound clip of Jamaica Funk from Glitter. So she's out there supporting justice for Glitter. Yeah, so we love that. And shout out to Debrat. Is this her first like Pride Pride moment? You know, before she was behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, she was very behind the scenes. Yeah, because wasn't it? Was it last year or the year before where she came out officially? I yeah. think it may have been last year. So Maybe, this might be yeah. her first time running the streets with 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 us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I tell you the story about way back when when I was still living in Chicago, I saw her at a, a gay bar one night, mm. and I was like, "Oh, she's definitely not straight if she's up in here." Because oh, it was the Baton. The Baton mm. is like almost like a cabaret bar, mm. and they have all the drag queens queens performing. And so I was like, if she's here with a bunch of drag queens watching other drag queens perform, she's definitely family. Uh-huh. Although yeah. a lot of straight girls love a drag show, by the way. I mean, yes, that's true. That's true, too. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just saying. Just saying. Yeah. But uh-huh. I was like, okay, girl, I see you. I see yeah. you. <laughs> but yes, but also, speaking of Pride Month and coming out, did you see that one of our acquaintances from American Idol had just um, came out. Yes, remember from the season where Mariah was a, not a host or a judge, but she was like a guest judge okay, for Equals yes. MC Squared and David yeah. Archuleta. Yeah. He came out as a member of the LGBTQIA+. Officially? But, yes, officially. Oh. Because, you know, he's Mormon. So he oh. he is like you know uh, they need fluctuating. A they need a moment, mm-hmm. and but I'm like, all right, David Archuleta, because let me tell you something. His last album, his most recent album, is pretty cute. I really like it. He has some bops, right? Yeah, he's got some bops going on over there. So shout out to David Archuleta too. Okay, what, what did he, he sing in the Mariah Week? I oh, think he's. <laughs> I was like, what did he sing? I think he's saying "When You Believe." Really? I think, if I remember correctly, that was a long time ago. That was like 10 years ago. Yeah. So. First, when she was, yeah, when she was, oh yeah, MC Squared came out. MC Squared by the piano, was, coaching yes, the kids. And she was skinny as hell. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those were the days. 
Those were good days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we oh, love well, that. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. All these people with a Mariah connection. <laughs> I'm, I'm, honey, I know. And we also have, speaking of just people out there on social media pl- playing Mariah and uh, doing shout outs to Mariah, what about Tamar Braxton and also mm. Leona Lewis? They've been out there singing Mariah all on their Instagram stories. Leona Lewis was singing Heartbreaker, which then I had to go and play it myself. Yes, because you forget how good it is. Because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, I haven't heard this in like 10 minutes. Let me play it again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Tamar, I don't have. I don't have warm feelings towards Tamar. I don't have, I mean, she's just Tamar and she loves Mariah. So therefore I love her, but that's all I know about her. Mm. Uh, you know, I love Tony Braxton, but I don't like love Tamar. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know her that well. I don't know. She just rubs me the wrong way. Well, you know, I feel like she's just, she's the one, she's one of those that sort of just plays sort of, you know, the showbiz game. Yeah, and she's yeah. giving you, you know, good TV. I guess is what you would call. Is it, it. good? Do you remember when she came out on, t- on Wendy Williams wearing her Spanx for the interview? Yeah, yeah. I was like, what in the world is going on? What is this? But don't you? But now, but see, that doesn't mean anything to me because how many times has Mariah gone on the Kelly show, Kelly and Ryan wearing just lingerie? Lingerie and Spanx are two different things. Okay, well, true, but still, it's lingerie like you're not is wearing completely clothes. Accept- no, lingerie is acceptable because <laughs> it has decorations and design. <laughs> okay, well, true, and they can be cute and yes. fancy and, not- and silky, or yeah. And lingerie is designed to be worn as is or underneath clothes, whereas Spanx are specifically to be hidden underneath. Okay, well, I can't argue with that. You're right on that, but I'm just saying. So those are two different situations. <laughs> two different situations, but either way, we love that people are out there loving Mariah because it's a Mariah <laughs> yes. fest every day for us Lamely. Yeah, I know. Um, so speaking of loving Mariah, are you following the new song? It's doing well-ish. Yes, it has grown on me a little bit. It's grown totally on grown on me. me. I've been bopping to it all week. Yeah, we last spoke. no, specifically the chorus. It's a bop. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is a straight up bop. It's very catchy. It's very infectious. And it's doing good on the radio charts. People are into it. Yeah, it has a good thump to it. The chorus. You kind of get, it gets you hooked onto it. I actually have watched the lyric video a handful of times since we spoke. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Bless your heart. You are strong. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it reminds me of? When you're watching like America's Most Wanted and they have the crime scene reenactment. Yes. <laughs> and there's like a missing person. Uh-huh. It's that. But I did watch it on my TV, my regular TV on YouTube. It is high quality. It is HD. When you watch it on the TV, there's more definition to it. It's 4K. Okay, well, I'm here for 4K, but if that's <laughs> the only thing it has going for it, then we really can't say much because anyone's iPhone can, not anyone's <laughs> iPhone, because <laughs> not my iPhone, can go out there and record in 4K. So I will not give it credit for that. But right. speaking of the crime scene and the missing person, we did not talk last week about when, you know, when they pay homage to fantasy in the lyric video. Did you catch yes. that part? And it, it's like a dead, deserted roller coaster. And the rollerblades on the bench. Yes. And the roller, it looks like somebody's murdered. Missing. missing. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they putting a crime scene in the thing? 
in the <laughs> lyric video. It's a crime scene, and the body is over there floating in the water wearing the daydream outfit. The dead body is in the water. <laughs> Girl. I know. Because it's very, like, dark and red and very, like, gory and goth. <laughs> It's very odd. It's very odd. And then I was like, oh my God, Mariah must have listened to us talking about it last week because she's totally posting it every five minutes on her social medias. I'm like, she's trolling us. She's yeah. trolling us and telling us I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna post it anyways and tell you to listen to it or watch it or whatever. I feel like she's posting it extra hard. She I feel like she hasn't done as much for the um Buster Rhyme song. She's doing right. more for this one. She is, and I think it's because we talk so much smack about the lyric video. I mean, Sorry. watch it. Watch <laughs> it and tell me what you think is all I got to say. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I realize I haven't now. been streaming it. I've been playing the, just the video, having it on the side. All right. And listening well, it like that. Whatever works, whatever works. It's almost up to half a million views on their 10,000 subscriber page. So it's doing okay. okay. All right. Then they're making a nice coin over there, Jamie and Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah. All right. I did notice that the Babyface song that they did for the album did get a full video treatment. So I wonder if we will get the full video. Well, let's hope because we need something to watch besides the lyric video. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to take a quick uh, splash break. But before we go, I do want to talk about the nostalgia that happened this past week with the MC. It's officially MC31 now. Speaking of dead bodies, MC30 is (laughs) MC30 is gone. (laughs) It's MC31 right now. Yes. So the debut album um, was officially released this past week, uh, June twelfth, I believe, was the date. Thirty-one years ago, and I'm like, girl, that's crazy. I know. That's like a full-grown lifetime. Yeah, adult. I know. And I cannot believe that. I mean, Vision of Love, Someday, all of these songs are Mm -hmm. classics. Like people still know them. Yes. That's the sign of uh, like longevity, obviously, and a legendary career. Well, look at how Vision of Love is still getting sung up on the social media. Right. Exactly. It's like Mm -hmm. that stuff is iconic. That kind of stuff is not happening or, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't think that we're going to be jamming to Ariana Grande in 30 years. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, at least maybe not like 69, 69. What's that song she has? 34 uh, for 35. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. So, that <laughs> was like 69, 69. Yeah. <laughs> we're not jamming to that in 30 <laughs> years. It's just not happening. You right. know what I mean? Because there's like, it is, it's hot and it's like cute sounding for like today's world. But there's... There's no classicness to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mariah has some of these most classic songs that are going to have, like, Always Be My Baby, Get Out of Here. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. Out of Here. And which, by oh, the way... Yes, okay. So they finally released the new Always Be My Baby for the Runaway Bunny is now officially on Spotify. And it's super cute. It's it is quick super too. cute. It is. Now, because when, as soon as it came out on the HBO Max, I watched the portion with Mariah's song and it was so adorable with the animation mm. and Mariah's vocals. It is good. like a beautiful little lullaby. It is. Nice and, and I, soft. It's like a good little interlude moment for your playlist. Throw it on there. Mix it up a little bit. Yes, exactly. And I, I, I love it. I think it is so cute. I put it on my, my iTunes and I have it in rotation now and it's cute. Yeah. It's short. Mm-hmm. 
it's soft. Oh, it's so beautiful. I'm so glad that they put it on there because I remember when it came out, I was like, why isn't this on streaming? It must yeah. be on streaming. Yeah. Come on now. So I'm yeah. so happy that happened. I know, I know. All right, let's take a quick splash break and we will come back with some more Mariah news. Some exciting things have been happening. Yes. Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The Mariah Report is made with the support of listeners like you. Help keep the show going and thriving by joining patreon.com slash the Mariah Report. Get bonus content, videos, and the after show. Monthly subscriptions start at $2 a month. Cancel anytime. For more information, go to www.patreon.com slash the Mariah Report. Okay, we're back. Yes, welcome back from the splash break. Here we go. Um, now, we have a couple things to talk about, but last week we talked about, or was it the week before? I can't remember the weeks because, you know, I've every, lost, every I've day. I've four days. Yeah. <laughs> It's just every day is the same day, especially here in L.A. when it's sunny, sunny, sunny. But um, we were talking about the video that Mariah had submitted for the Emmys and mm-hmm. all the good little tidbits of information and everything, um, mm-hmm. which was a great watch if you guys haven't watched it yet. But officially, Mariah has submitted because we were like, oh, I wonder what she's like going to submit to see like what she can get nominated for. So now we know this week what the submissions are for. So now the nominations are not out, mm-hmm. but these are the potential categories in which she could get nominations. Do you have the yes, list? I do have the list. But okay, keep, keep in mind too that there's like the, the Emmys that you see on the television, the award show for like the main categories, but there's also behind the scenes um, I think Kathy Griffin loves to call it the shmemmies, like it's the uh, the daytime. <laughs> right, the <laughs> like, ones that are like, the you rest. know. All the they, other stuff. They are the, sort of like the technical Emmys, if you will. I think yeah, exactly. That's what they, they're called. Yeah. Uh, okay, so she's, so the Christmas special is the piece of work we're submitting. And so she's submitting it for Outstanding Variety Special. Yes, I win, think winner yes. already. Now, I think that one, that particular one, I think is... Probably the the major category that she's submitted for, but yeah. I don't know what she's going to be up against. We'll have to wait a week or two to find out the nominations. But that one, I think, I think she has that one in the bag. I know because can you think of another variety show that happened in the last 12, 12 months? No, but technically, I sort of don't know what a variety show is. <laughs> like, I mean, I know like what it this. is. It's like just with like, other acts, gigs, just um, like things going on. Yeah, different performances all in one. Yeah, you know, like I think variety show, I always think of like the share show or exactly, you know, yes. something like that. Or uh yeah. But I don't I don't know of any other variety specials, but clearly there's probably hundreds. 
Yeah. Well, like those, um, the other things that she's saying for the heroes, New York heroes. Oh, okay. Whatever yeah. those things are. That's like the, a variety show. The Elton John one. Oh, okay. that's a variety show. Got variety it. Variety of performances. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. Well, I think, I think no matter what her competition is, I think she has a strong possibility for that. Well, now that I said that out loud, she might be up against herself in those other shows. True, but Mariah didn't partake in them as much as she did this one. Like, she's executive producing. So I feel like if she wins for Outstanding Variety Special pre-recorded, since she's the executive one of the executive producers, she would get the Emmy, correct? Yes. Uh So then she would have Grammys, Emmys, and then she'd be halfway on her way to EGOT. Yeah, yeah. Girl, we need an Emmy. We need an Emmy. We, well, we okay, that was one of 13 categories we submitted for. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to the Let's rest. Let's go to the others. <laughs> Outstanding production design winner. Yes. Winner. You're gonna winner. Win. It's beautiful. The green screening for that. Yes. Yes. Outstanding directing for a variety special. Yes. Winner. Winner. Great directing. Winner. Great. Mm-hmm. Outstanding Lighting design for a variety special. Winner. Winner. Great okay. lighting. <laughs> Done the whole list here. Winner, winner, winner. But no, honestly, let me tell you, to the lighting, when you're using green screen and things of that nature and a lot of post-production effects, mm. the lighting is essential. Like, you think mm-hmm. Mariah is just like, oh, the lighting, darling. No, it's so serious, especially when you're going to be putting things in afterwards Mm -hmm. when you light a green screen girl it has to be perfect and the green screen lighting was great the aurora borealis made an appearance apparently it was an issue but it wasn't an issue on our end no Mm -mm. (laughs) so winner (laughs) winner yes who else had an aurora borealis in there i don't see no aurora borealis is out there no (laughs) (laughs) uh okay lighting outstanding main title title design Okay, winner. winner. Rise Mary's Christmas. Yeah. The, the She's in the entry. Reef. Oh my yeah. God, yes. And all the little, when the names pop up and all Sleigh of those. Sleigh Ride? Ah, please. She won already. We're done. <laughs> Outstanding contemporary hairstyling for a variety program. Winner. Again. Winner. We already knew all the she should have been one. She should have been one. Yeah. Yeah. Just give it to her already. <clears throat> uh, Outstanding makeup. Winner. Winner. Again. All winners. Outstanding technical direction. Winner. Da, we, it's all fake. Do you it's know green how, screen. you know the technical directing it takes to green screen properly? The whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Outstanding writing. Yes, she wrote the whole thing. So Winner. cute. So cute. Outstanding sound mixing. Yes. Who else will do it better than Mariah? Honey, the sound mixing. Those those Mariah and those uh high note harmonies with Ariana, that alone. Mm-hmm. Winner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just announcing the winners for these categories. <laughs> Outstanding picture editing. Yes, it was great. Honey, the post-production was phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. Outstanding sound editing. Yes, another winner. And then outstanding lead actress. Yes, I believed that she was Mariah Carey. Yes, she definitely At Christmas played in the that North Pole. I was convinced. I knew she was Santa's best friend. I knew it. I knew it. She pulled that off. That was like Meryl Streep level. She did Mariah Carey like only Meryl Streep could do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's the 13 categories. So we're going to get, I reckon I'm going to put my money on nine of those categories. 
Oh, wow. Nine. At least nominations. At least a nomination. Right. Okay. I would say something very similar to that. I think hairstyle, makeup, editing, sound, lighting, variety, mm-hmm. special, and actress for sure. So that's got to be at least six, seven, eight. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, it was Apple. So I bet Apple was going to kind of elbow some people to make it happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because there's, you know, when you got, you got to like... um Campaign. For, you got to campaign for it, right? You got to yeah. go out there and what do they? What do you say? Uh, kiss the baby, shake the hands. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. You got to bring them to dinner. You got to wooze them and schmooze them. Yep, all mm-hmm. of that. Apple's going to be doing that. They they want it. They need it. Yeah, and they have the money. Yeah, and they have Mariah's big name. Yes, I can't wait to see what she's nominated for and who she's up against. That's going to be a big day. I can't wait. It is. I know. I know. Can't wait. And hopefully the Emmys are not like the Grammys. And just, you know, give it to the wrong people for I no hope reason. so. I hope so. We'll see. We'll be judging. Oh, we will. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> wait for that Mariah Report episode. Y'all will not be able to handle it. I will be judging. <laughs> okay. So the Emmys is something to look forward to again. Because remember, we got gypped within the mix after all that I know. excitement that we had. Yeah. It's not right. It's not right. It's not right. And then those those other uh, nominations that she had for hairstyle and makeup for the Apple TV show, but they were really mm-hmm. for Christopher Buckle and the team. But mm-hmm. that was, and they lost to Dancing with the Stars. Get out of here. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So we'll keep an eye on that. Now, we've also had a little mini documentary come out ah, from Buster yes. Rhymes. It's over there on his YouTube page, the documentary. But basically, Buster is explaining the concept, uh, the video concept for I Know What You Want up into the new video, the 18-year saga of the music video. It's 20 minutes long, the whole thing. Uh, Mariah makes an appearance. It looks like she went straight from the set of the We Belong Belong Together nighttime mix straight to the couch and did that Yeah, she definitely did. Same same ponytail and everything. And she looked beautiful. Yes, yes. And um, just overall about this whole little mini documentary that Buster Rhymes put out, um, it was definitely something I knew I didn't need, mm-hmm. but got it anyways. Because mm-hmm. it was, first of all, nobody's checking on that song. I mean, I know like we love it and I'd love it, but like, yeah. it's not like I'd rather have a 30 minute documentary on vision of love. Well, I was thinking we need more of these 20-minute documentaries about other things like Vision of Love. Yeah. So, like, that's what I really took out of it for from yeah. this whole Busta Rhymes thing, talking about sort of, you know, the life, the creation of that song, which was all great and fun. Yeah. But now I want Mariah to do her own because I know that's it. Well, like, the, I didn't need all bus- of that. Well, the Buster video was basically a back-in-time episode, just his own. <laughs> yes, <laughs> To give us yes. the history of the song. I was like, okay, thanks, Buster. Mariah didn't really say much. She's only in it for like a few minutes. But it was cute. It's a cute little documentary. You get, you know, you understand the video clip a bit better. True. And, you know, especially with the part two of the video that I uh, so anxiously was awaiting for 18 years, I mm-hmm. guess I had now have a better understanding of what the heck is going on there because I'm just seeing bitches walk around and I have no idea what's happening. But okay. Yes, there's a whole storyline I wasn't I didn't pick up on ever. But no. there's, there's a whole story. Yeah. Well, th- if you have to watch a documentary to understand the storyline, then something's not working here. Just saying that uh-huh. and then we're going <laughs> to leave it there. <laughs> but uh, it was cute. 
here, watch it. Why yeah, not? like all those little things that Mariah takes part in give us a little extra tidbit of information. It's cute. But the fact that she's a major part of that song, like at least visually and sonically, like, you know, her voice really carries that whole song. For her to be in this 20-minute documentary so short and just a blip, mm-hmm. they did her dirty. Mm, well, I feel like she didn't really have much to say because uh, a lot of it was the making of the video and like the video concept, less about the song. Right. But still, you know, like Mariah probably had to sit there and talk about that song for an hour. Mm-hmm. And she's in there for 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Get out mm-hmm. of here. Bye. Don't have time for this, Busta. Love you. Bye. Well, do you know what I learned is that it's actually the th- this, like the third version of the song. Of I know what you want. There's this guy, this rapper, Triple Red had done a sample of it in the interim. Oh. Yeah, so there's like a another version of it out there. All right. Well, they could let that one go. But I it's okay. Of it. And me yeah. neither. The Lambs never talked about it. So I was like, oh, this is new information. Okay. Well, all the little new information we get is great. So, <laughs> But talking about new things, new information, something that has sort of uh, come out onto the, the Lamosphere are mm-hmm. some recent re- recently released video recordings from Madison Square Garden, 1993. Now, yeah, this is causing uh, a, a, not a controversy, a um, burst of excitement, I guess. I don't know what you call it. Uh, People are loving it. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, I, so we've got a couple of videos out there on YouTube from her performing from the Music Box Tour. And mm-hmm. I've heard some audio, obviously bootleg audio from the tour before. I've heard all those mm-hmm. little things. Mm-hmm. But we've seen very little actual footage. We've seen photos. We've heard some audio. We've yeah. seen very short clips from like, you know, the news or Entertainment Tonight. But mm-hmm. we've never had full performances, visual full performances. Mm-hmm. So we got that, and it was the surprise we didn't know we needed. Yes. Well, but, well, for me, I never really checked for these videos because back in the day, you kind of hear that it wasn't real well received, and people said it was bad and wasn't that good, and the stage was kind of boring and whatever. So I never really thought about digging for these things. But now that I see it with my own eyes, I'm like, this is good. What are you talking about? It was great. I know. It was amazing. I think my fate. Well, so far we have, we have three videos that have been released. Dream Lover, Make It Happen, and yeah. Emotions. Yes. And now when you watch the new Emotions one that just came out, you can see the go- whoever, man or woman, whoever, you can see them looking for her through the little, the eye finder in the camcorder. They don't know where she is right? on the stage. Because <laughs> in those days, you had to look through the little glass thing. And find the find the target in the camera. Yeah, and they're probably holding this thing on their shoulder. It's probably yes. like undercover and all of this kind of stuff because they don't allow you to bring those things in. But also, the high note that she hits in emotions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, she, that I mean she was doing it. She really yeah. her vocals were everything. Uh huh. Uh huh. And her just her stage presence. Well, you can tell that she wasn't trained and she wasn't thinking about it. She was just being natural and like dorky dancing like we all would. That's what exactly. we would all look just like. F- arms are flailing. Yeah, bopping. running. Oh my yes. God, the running during Make It Swishing. Happen. 
Swishing the hair. Yes, yes. All of it. All of it it's was cute. amazing. Yeah. But I think, you know, because here's the thing. We keep forgetting to talk about this Music Box tour. So over on the after show, we have addressed it. But what I think we have to, like, sort of keep in mind is back in 1993, all of these, you know, music critics were saying that the Music Box tour was, you know, lacking energy. It was mm-hmm. bad. Mariah doesn't know how to own the stage. But when we see it, we're like, oh my God, this is like Mariah at her best. Like she doesn't yeah. have any Fs to give, you know? Yes. But what we have to keep in mind is these music journalists are comparing Mariah to other stage shows and, and female stage performers from that era, like Janet Jackson, the Janet mm-hmm. tour, or Madonna, like the Blonde Ambition tour, or any of those mm-hmm. ladies who were giving full on stage productions and choreograph, like, choreo, mm-hmm, and like stages that were like so intricate and things. Mariah was just singing, running from side of stage to the side of the stage. So, in the black outfit. In, oh my God. And those outfits were not that cute though. Like she was wrong for that. Well, I think obviously Tommy and the label made her do that, but it's just like black tight black pants right. a leather tight I'm like aren't you hot in that thing it's, it's like you can a full leather jacket and the, then the whole stage is just looking it looks like it's yes. empty and dark and black and yes. everything and it's yes. just like you can't see her she doesn't stand out very well so I just so I think a lot of the things that these music critics were saying were bad was not Mar- necessarily Mariah's fault mm-hmm yeah and if you look close she's also wearing a very sturdy work boot as well <laughs> they look comfortable so she can get from one side of the stage to the other very quickly yeah um yes so that's the thing like people were thinking like oh mariah standing on stage singing hero is really boring but yeah Mm. you probably just went to the madonna show last night where you know she's you know pole dancing and there's Mm -hmm. fireworks shooting out of her titties she's revealing her middle section belly button Mm -hmm. area scandalous Mm -hmm. in the day Yes. Stuff like that. Those were scandalous days when Janet Jackson was showing her abs out there. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It was really only scandalous because people were jealous. Uh Mm-hmm. And fragile in those days. Because Janet was doing it. Janet was everything. Still is. Yeah. But yeah, the Music Box tour, I love it. I hope that we slowly get more and more of these videos because we have the, uh, you know, the bootlegs from the Charm Bracelet tour, the bootlegs from the Rainbow tour. So it's great to finally have some of these bootlegs from the Music Box tour because it's the tour that's so often forgotten about. Mm-hmm. I think, but we're also getting them from the New York show. I want to see other shows. Yeah, I want to see all the shows, all of them. Mm-hmm. But but also, again, when we say tour, I think she only did like a, a handful of, of shows here. I think she may have only done six shows for... In New York or total? No, total. Mm. And I think most of them were East Coast. I'd have to double mm. check. Lambs, of course, uh, y'all out there know, let me know. But I think That's it was, a, tracking small, it was a small mind. thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was good. So, you know... Uh, yeah, I hope they find I more hope footage. We get more. I hope we get more. But now thinking of like Mariah and her touring, even the Butterfly tour was only you know maybe like nine shows. She and the Rainbow tour was only maybe like ten or fifteen. I'm thinking. Yeah, but you know, I'm thinking now about the Music Box tour. I bet if a man was doing that kind of stage production, no big deal. No oh, of course not. It. Oh, of course not. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Luis Miguel gets up there and does nothing. 
allegedly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just like throwing that <laughs> name out there for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking more of the along the lines of like, um, what's the piano guy that plays the piano? Oh, like a, a Billy, Joel. Billy Joel, Billy Joel, or yeah, somebody like that. Yeah, yeah. No one complains when they just sit there and sing. No, no one complains when Barbara Streisand just sits there and sings. Yeah, no one yeah. complains. No. So, Mariah's a different story. I know. Just she, everything. Uh, of course, uh, Mariah's uh, allegedly or apparently always held to a higher standard for no reason. Yeah. But whatever. <sighs> Anyways. Well, yeah. I really want to know who took those videos and the device they used. <laughs> I want to <laughs> know how big it was and how did they get it in there? <laughs> well, yeah. I want to know the whole story behind it. But I also want to know um, why all of a the sudden they decided to, you know, digitize it all. They probably just found it. Probably. Like, Let me... I, I mean, I guess. And lucky for us. Lucky for us. Okay. So we love that. If you guys haven't checked it out, uh, go ahead, YouTube it. It's out there. It's cute. It's fun. It's fabulous. But let's talk about what Mariah was doing this week. Now, earlier I was talking about MC31 mm-hmm. and the celebratory moments of that. But we also had another anniversary. The Obsessed anniversary. Oh, yeah. 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 12 years. Oh is it 12 God, years 12 years uh see that's when i first came to new york mm. that came out that was like my first mariah's release since i got here that's crazy i know like look at all the life we've lived in the past 12 years i know <laughs> <laughs> or even that mariah's <laughs> lived in the past 12 years yeah my goodness well eminem is gone now. Oh my God. Yes. But okay. So what Mariah did was she did, I guess to me, this is like a TikTok video where the TikTok, TikTok t- challenge. Yeah. TikTok challenge of wiping and you see like a new thing after you wipe the mirror or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, she did that and she had fabulous ensemble. She was switching between her and her pink fluffy robe and her like mm-hmm. hair and curlers to like the fabulous glor- like glamorous Mariah and then to the M&M. Mm-hmm. Can you believe she went to the M&M? She must have found it in a box somewhere. I know. She's like, in oh my God. <laughs> and then she had <laughs> she to. She found the wig. She the, found the beard mm-hmm, wig. She had to call that. Christopher Buckle over to like redo the whole makeup scenario for that. Yeah. But, but they, did, you, did you notice that she was wearing the Butterfly Returns hoodie? Yes, yes. As Eminem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Stan. Um, but yeah. What's the character's name? I, th- I think it's Stan, isn't it? I think it's Stan. The Stalker? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. But like th- this and Mariah like posted it just for laughs or whatever. But clearly she was making TikToks while in quarantine, just like everyone mm-hmm. else. <laughs> and cleaning the mirror. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, my God. But I love that about her. I thought that was super cute, very festive. And like, that's the type of social media content we want from Mariah. Like, because mm-hmm. it's perfect and unexpected. Yeah. But then, of course, you know, the next day, all you see are the headlines of, oh, Mariah's shading Eminem in her new little viral video. And it's like, girl, that is just so old and tired. Yeah, I know. Like, clearly, these people haven't seen the actual music video in a long time. So they forgot the whole scenario. Well, it was cute. Happy to see fun things like that. I mean, what else was she going to be doing in quarantine? Exactly. Well no, make content. Girl, I love it. I want to see more. What What else you got on your camera reel? I know, right? <laughs> 
Hey, speaking of shading people, so I caught this video of Entertainment Tonight covering the Jay-Z Rock Nation story. Okay. What they, they kind of broke it down, broke it down to like just the whole thing saying, you know, it wasn't really a fight. Mariah said this, blah, blah, blah. But then they started discussing Melissa and how they work together. And they were very sensible about it. The Canadians came through and were like logical and <laughs> broke it <laughs> okay, down properly. Good, good. But they opened up the um the like the comments that so people could like just tweet them and they were like reading comments out in real time. And um someone oh they had mentioned like the changeover. It was like a five minute piece. So they had mentioned the changeover um back Mariah going back to Melissa and they were saying, Oh, you know, Mariah has some problems with her manager in the past couple of years. Uh, but it seems like she likes to work with Melissa. And so it makes sense for her to just move with some people that she likes, yada, yada, yada. So they open up the comments and then someone was like, anybody but that woman, the gremlin, <laughs> oh <my laughs> like God. said the name. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's the one that she had troubles with. That. And I was like, oh, my God. They're like totally shading the gremlin oh on my God. national television. But oh, I love that. I love that. It was good. That was, was good a good one. Up again. <clears throat> okay. And remind the folks <laughs> about bad managers. Um, we're going to wrap up the show, but there's two other quick things we have to talk about. Mm -hmm. Let's um, talk about uh, some of the lambs on social media are out there shading Brenda K. Starr because she was just on a podcast talking about Mariah again. But she was saying uh, nice things. So it's like, just, you know what I mean? I just think Mariah and Brenda are too old to be in real in, a in like a, a in in a feud of any they don't even like have anything to do with each other's lives anymore so it's like girl i think the lambs sometimes because we're crazy we've all done it we feed into this like you know this fake feud just to entertain mm -hmm. ourselves mm -hmm. but in real life i don't think there's any hard feelings between mariah and brenda at this time I don't think so, because if you read the book, there was no kind of shady talk about her or saying that she turned on Mariah or anything right. like that. So, I, I, it was like Brenda spoke out of turn once in all mm. the years that she's been speaking out. And it was during the Mimi era where she seemed to be jealous and, mm. you know, Mariah mm -hmm. should have done this, this and this for me. Mm -hmm. But if correct me if I'm wrong, Lamely, but I also believe when Brenda was talking like that, she was on the Wendy Williams show, the radio show. And oh, like, yeah? that's the kind of stuff that Wendy sort of pushes you to talk that way. Like that's what she's known for. So of Especially course, back then. you know what I mean? And she's asked yeah. all those types of things. So that's the only reason that, you know, any of us Lamely started, you know, shading Brenda because prior to that, last we had heard, uh, she was sitting on the stage in the Around the World DVD mm, talking mm -hmm. about Mariah I want to sing one of your songs and Mariah's like no I don't think so honey but that's all <laughs> we knew <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so I just think you know any any negativity out of what Brenda was saying is just ridiculous it's girl bigger bigger fish to fry there exactly do we want them together in any way not really no not at all no it's not necessary because yeah. oh, also Brenda was out there um, singing "I Still Believe" in like a TikTok or something, 
and all the oh, lambs. Well, that's her song. That's her song. But like Mariah, we obviously know Mariah did it better, but like we don't have to tell Brenda that <laughs> on her Instagram page a million billion times. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> People doing yes, that? Yes. The lambs are like, Mariah oh. did it better. Like you'll never be her. <laughs> all of, oh, of course. Oh, no. Oh, you know the lambs. Oh, no. Leave Brenda alone. Oh, honey. Brenda's over there cooking her la- lasagna, girl. Leave her alone. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but all oh, right, right, guys. Right, wait, wait, right, right yeah. before we go, I, we have to talk about last week we were talking about the paperback book. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in your homeland over there in Australia, they already have a paperback version. I guess they have it already with the regular cover, the original cover. But how, is that how they do books over there? Because why is it no, in we paperback? Have, we have hard covers too. No, I, I mean I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. But you know, here in America, there is a standard set of like uh, production time of the which we've talked about before. Before the paperback comes out in Australia, mm. do they just like put things out in paperback right away, or like is what what are, what are the specs? specifics on that no they just throw it out there and be like hey um i can't really i'm not qualified to answer that because usually when i did buy a book in australia i just grabbed it off the shelf and didn't think twice about covers and not covers and release dates for the book well true (laughs) i never thought about that until mariah released the book and then i'm you know i'm working publishing publishing experts (laughs) yeah exactly now we're experts in paper size and hardcovers and pictures and stuff so yeah, I don't know. Maybe someone else can chime in and help us out, but I cannot tell you the answer. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, there is a paperback out there in Australia. We know that. For the collectors, go get yourself an Australian paperback with the original cover. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're not getting that here in America. Right. Yeah. So that would be a collector's piece. Do you think on the paperback we're getting with baby Mariah on the front, are we getting adult Mariah on the back? Um, I hope not because I think it would look weird. Right. Yeah, I think, but that means we're losing the tangled hair moment. That's okay because you, well, you, if you miss we the ta- tangled hair moment, then you missed it, and those are limited editions. On the hardcover, the hardcover, <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> but anyways, all right, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week's Mariah report. But be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app. Yes, follow. Don't us. forget, leave a room. Yes. Yep. What? I- <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on the the social medias. Yes. And at the Mariah Report. And follow me too if you want. Martin X Burgess on Instagram. Yes, yes. I'm Dan. uh, Oh, wait. My thing is MCDE1931. (laughs) You can follow us for a lot. You'll get cat photos from me. Dan has LA moments happening over there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Don't forget, leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. That helps. And we have a whole bunch of new ones that we're going to be reading out soon here on the show. Uh, it helps the show grow, helps keeps thing, keep things moving, and it recommends it to other people who might be interested in Mariah and a podcast so they can join in all the fun. And if you want more Mariah Report, you can join us over on the after show at patreon.com slash the Mariah Report. You can support this show and then get bonus content over there. And that's it yeah. for this week. We're going to go do the after show right now. Yeah. All right. Bye. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. The Mariah Report is produced and edited by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Hosted by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Graphics created by Sean Marks. 
Theme music created by E-Reezy Beats. Thank you to the listeners who support the show on Patreon. If you'd like to show your support or for more information, visit the show notes in your podcast app.